I'ma give myself congratulations Because I made it I'm on a whole new dimension These miracles on top of blessings Tell your followers to mention To mention is a critical conversation. Well, besides it being a conversation that needs to be had, a critical conversation reveals important context, not only about ourselves, but also the larger world around us. It is these types of conversations that edify, entertain, as well as heal. Joy Latanya Harris Gooden, as she engages in critical conversations, right here on Trailblazers Radio. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. It is Tuesday night. Sisters, welcome to Girl Chat Weekly. I'm your girl. I'm going to try to be real quiet tonight. Um, I told y'all to get comfortable, ladies. I told y'all to go get y'all a good shower, put those kids to bed. I told y'all to make sure they was fed, cleaned up, bathed, homework done, greased up with Vaseline, all down with baby oil, whatever you do for your kids to get them ready for bed. This time, sisters, it's our time. It's 60 minutes of girl chat. It's as if we're having dinner, brunch, lunch together, but we're doing it virtually. This is about us. So welcome to Girl Chat Weekly. Tonight's show, tonight's topic, tonight's discussion. Uh, it may turn out to be a heavy one, but it's certainly a much needed one. Uh, you call a younger baby daddy. But at one point, wasn't he the love of your life? Wasn't he the, the, the butter on your bread? Wasn't he the peanut butter to your jelly? Wasn't he the cornbread to your collard greens? 
So we got to be careful on what we call the fathers of our children. And yes, some of us have fathers of our children. So we need to acknowledge that that term baby daddy, just because the relationship ended, just because your BBL wasn't BBLing enough, just because he found an interest in someone else, you took him from the father of your child to baby daddy. But guess what? Where there is a baby daddy, come close. There's a baby mama. So welcome to the night show. I'm doing this for a multitude of reasons uh, because I am the mother of a child. I was not married when Gabrielle Maylin Harris was conceived. So you can call me a baby mama if you want. I am Gabrielle's mother. And in the car tonight, uh, after picking her up from work, she said these words to me. She said, mama, you never spoke any ill word about my father. I responded and I never will. Um, because in order for me to be Gabrielle's mother, it meant that particular person and I had to come together and create this human being, this beautiful now 21-year-old child of ours. And rest in peace uh, to my daughter's father. Uh, she is one of the best things that ever happened to me in my lifetime. So I will always honor him regardless of his presence or his absence. He is 50% of the reason why Gabrielle Harris exists today. So no, no, my dear daughter, I will never say a disparaging word about your father to you in your presence. Neither have I really said a disparaging word about him, period. And I can tell you why. My CEO is in the comments. Welcome, Fred Beatty. It says, thank you so very much for tuning in. My good people, I am so grateful. Brothers, sisters, yeah, it's called Girl Chat Weekly. But to be honest, the topics that we discuss here as women are to make us better, which to be honest, I just think in turn will make us better in our relationships. So before we get deep into our conversation, let me give you a little bit of a rundown of my day. The day started a little heavy. I don't know about you, but it just feels like so many of us are going through so much. And my mornings have been, um, my mornings have been a little rough. I'm going to get my, my brother in here, y'all, so we can break this thing down together. Welcome to the CEO of Trailblazers with the Z Radio. Fred Biddy's in the house, everybody. Y'all give him a hand in the comments. Welcome, sir. Welcome, sir. Sir, hey, 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 what's up? Already coming through here. Hi, Kim Wilson. Kim says it takes a strong woman to understand the importance of that. Thank you, my sister. Ebony Williams, my girl's rolling through here. She says, I never spoke ill to my daughter about her father. My daughter has been able to see things for herself. And that is a very important statement, Ebony. And we're not here to say all baby daddies per se are perfect because not all baby mamas are. None of us are actually perfect. Many of us fall short in many ways. However, I just believe, ladies and gentlemen, that if there are issues with whichever parent we're talking about, as that child grows up, 
they're going to see them for themselves. Because guess what? I'm not perfect as a mom. I've always been transparent about my parenting to Gabby. I have parented out of a traumatic place. I have parented out of fear because I know what dumb stuff I did at 16, at 18, at 21. I know what things I did looking for love. Looking for love and all the wrong places. I know what I did to, to look for love. Because I did not feel love. Because my dad, who I love, John Jerome Harris, I love you. But no, dad, you did not affirm me. No, dad, you did not validate me. I did not hear that I was beautiful. I got picked up from home. I got dropped off at Big Mama's. And in between on that ride, those conversations really wasn't about me. So when a woman goes through traumatic experiences and things that should happen and conversations that should occur between a daughter and her father don't happen. She may, she may, she may, okay, go looking for something that should feel real. Something that says, you're beautiful. Yeah, you big, but you cute. That ain't no compliment, but I took it. You're going to be real fine when you drop that weight, girl. That ain't no compliment, but I took it. I took whatever I could get my hands on that even remotely resembled some sort of love, some sort of attention. Hey, cousin Kenyatta. So as a child, I'm going to put myself out here. I got articles right here. Don't think I ain't come with articles, but I want to, <sighs> I want to build this on a foundation of transparency because in my lifetime, I have made decisions. <laughs> Ebony says she is perfect, <laughs> perfectly suited to be Natalia's mama. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. In my lifetime, y'all, as a young woman, the need to be loved was strong. The need to belong to someone, something was strong because I didn't fit in nowhere. Big girl, black girl with a jerry curl, triple threat, triple threat, ladies and gentlemen. The bullies was on me. Yeah, I was smart. Yeah, I had goals. But as far as the boys was concerned, if you wasn't skinny, light skinned, Long, real hair. We didn't really have lace fronts back then. I mean, long, real hair. Natural naps, okay? And if you wasn't in a cheerleader, and you wasn't a pom-pom girl, and you wasn't winking and blinking, they wasn't looking at you like that. So for the big girls, the black girls, with the cherry curls, we had to figure out what population of dudes will take us in. And do you want to know who that was? The Predators. The predators. They smelt my vulnerability a mile away. We had what was called a chat line, Brother Fred. You could call the time. <laughs> I remember that. You call the time, and that thing would flip over to a party line. Come on, cousin, winking and blinking. You better believe it. Winking and blinking. We would call the time. It would turn into this party line of voices. Hello. Hello. What your name is? Hello. How old are you? Hello. 
So before there were websites, dating sites, there was chat lines with people. You remember that cousin? With the young people, I'm talking middle school aged people, girls and boys and adults <clears throat> who unfortunately were pretending to be closer to our age. They were able to come on these chat lines and find whatever they wanted. Okay. All I really wanted was somebody to talk to, a male, a boy, to say, you know, just not be talked to on the phone all night long. Back in the day, if you were 80s, 90s baby, we stayed on the phone all night. You remember that, Ab, those chat lines? Yeah, baby. Yeah, I, I, I used them, Ebony. I did. I'll admit. We was on the phone all night long. First of all, mama got me my own phone line. Back in the day, we had home phones. Some of y'all are too, too young to even remember having a home phone. And first, I had a distinct ring. Same phone number, but my ring would be different from my mom and them ring. So I know the call was for me. That was my first sign of independence. Then after that, I got my own phone line. So I had my own phone. It was clear. And you can see all the inner workings of the phone. Neon red, neon green, all that cute stuff. And you had your own line, Ebb. When you had your own phone line, you felt as though you were the queen of the world, honey. This is my phone line. So I could be on the chat line all night and my parents really wouldn't even know. So in 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 interacting on this chat line, you exchange numbers, you talk to the person with the intention of a meetup. The person I yep. met, I had to be on the 14. The person I met at the time claimed to be about 25. It turned out to be, he was probably closer to 40. So here I am, 14 years old, probably eighth grade, um, finding myself, trying to figure out where I fit in. I met who I thought was Prince Charming. He's older than me. He think I'm cute. He called a cab to the house. We went to the park. And when he got out the car, he looked like Jimi Hendrix, Lord, whole nother show. <laughs> Afro dashiki, honey, blast from the past. So fast forward, this relationship, this, this inappropriate relationship, and I'm seeing it nicely, between a 14-year-old, yes, cousin, he ended up being about 40. And a 40-year-old, this man convinced me that he was supposed to be the one that ushered me into womanhood. I'm talking about a young lady who did not feel loved in her home. There was no reason why I should be with this person. Yes, Ebony, Jimi Hendrix. There was no reason why I should, I should have known better. Grew up in the church. This is wrong. But the reason why it felt good to me was because I belong to him. See, this is nothing new. When I look at the, the social media and I see our missing young girls, the first thing I wonder is, is she in the arms of some old, nasty man? No shade to the brothers, but there are some predators out here. And now that we have technology and dating sites and IG and Facebook and all this stuff, our young women and young boys have access to thousands of people who are pretending to be their age, but they're not. 
And I yep. parented, I, I parent out of that fear because every time Gabby couldn't even have an Instagram or Facebook for years. And she'll tell me, mama, you waited too long. You know, they was laughing at me because everybody else got an Instagram because I knew the propensity of predators pretending to be kids. I was scared, y'all. Ebony says, I made my boyfriend pay the bill. Boyfriend or best friend? Oh, boyfriend probably since he wanted to talk all night. Good, good, good deal. He paid for it. Eb says, I hate that happened to you. I hate you look for love somewhere else. Thank you, sis. I did. And I can't even say, how do I want to say it? I regret it, but I almost want to say, if you don't give your children the foundation of love, validation, and affirmation in your home, they're going to try to find it somewhere. Thank God for my auntie, for my cousin slash BFF, because my cousin was like, you going where? With who? How old is this man? We on our way. So she would not let me even see. She knew I was going to do it anyway, but she wouldn't even let me see him without her and her sister being there. That way, if something went down, they can get help. At least their love for me wanted me to be safe. But I'm saying that to say, as we segue into this baby daddy phenomenon, a woman that refers to her children's father as baby daddy may have issues with him, his fathering techniques or lack of fathering techniques, but it also could be a sign. Ladies, how are we choosing people? How do we vet people when it comes to who we sleep with? Do you know that there's other things to do besides sex? Do we know that the beauty of dating doesn't have to include getting in the bed unprotected, thinking that, oh, it won't happen to me. Why wouldn't it happen to you? Hey, Sunette, let me get my sister in here. Welcome my, my sister, y'all. Sunette is in the house. Hey. We got to start with the foundation, Sunette. We started with the foundation. As a woman, this is Girl Shed Weekly. So as a woman, we got to go back to the beginning and say, what kind of life did this young woman have that led her to the baby daddy conundrum? What was her reasoning for selecting the people? And I say people, not person, because some of us have multiple baby dads. So let's be honest. Many, many of us, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but many of us have a child for every relationship we've been in. Mm. I'm not shading you. I just want to speak truth tonight. Because Can if I you say sleep with that? every... Go I'm sorry. My that mother man. did that. She was married to my father. They had me. And then she mm-hmm. had our next two relationships. She had a kid with that. So that is absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Every relationship mm-hmm. she was in, she had a kid. And when what? that happens, you, you, unfortunately, the stigma is how many kids you got? Five. What's the next question. How many baby daddies? Or mamas. <laughs> or mamas. Same thing. How many children? And then how many baby daddies or mamas? 
So when you say I have five children and I have five baby daddies, now that could that could happen a couple of different ways. You could be married five times. Right. Right. True. It could happen. And you can have a child in each marriage. But from what I've seen, now I don't know everybody, but from what I've personally seen, if they got five, six, seven baby mamas or fathers, the majority of the time, marriage ain't involved. It's not. It it typically isn't. And when you go from relationship to relationship, and I'm not saying you can't be single and do that, but the question is, why do we do so and have to sleep with each person and then have unprotected sex with each person? Let me get to my comments. I'm going to bring Fred to weigh in on this. It says... Kenyatta says, yes, it's harder to keep your kids safe today. They're in their rooms. They're on their smart devices. They have access to the world wide wicked web. WWW. Kenyatta also says, my dad affirmed me all the time. Praise God, because when he left this earth, I felt like somebody pulled the rug from up under me. My God. She also says, Fred, why you scratching your head? That means he thinking. He thinking. You'll find out. <laughs> Ebony says, Natalia's father and I started dating when I was 15. I didn't have her until I was 29. Nobody could have ever told me he would have turned out how he did. And going by the emoji like this, that might not have been a good thing. So I'm going to let my brother weigh in on what's been said so far. Come on in here, Fred Beatty. I think when we think about all this stuff, we we got to think about the choices that we make. Phew. Choices. We got to think about the consequences that come with those choices. If you're having unprotected sex, the the there is a strong possibility that that a child's going to be that are going to be conceived out of this. Yes. And if if you're not if this discussion we talked about this last night we talked yes, about we communication we talked yes, about the first being break. open and, being open and honest being open and honest with all about this stuff look I mean yes I'm digging you I'm feeling you I mean, less I want to have sex with you but I don't want to have my protective sex because I don't because no. there because there's that possibility for us having kids and right now that's not the that's not the thing but then here we go with it then here but then here then here we go with this. The, the guy will sweet talk the woman into have into not doing that, or the girl or the woman will sweet talk the dude and saying, "Nah, don't worry about that. It, we cool. I'm on the pill." Or I'm or, in love with you. It's I'm only in love you, with you. Or it's only you, know, you only you. Or the or the or the dude gonna say, "Well, my pullout game strong. Ah, we not come on. Nah. Let's let's let's, no. let's not let's not even go right there because, no. dude, nah, stop it. Mm-mm. But it go but it boils down to choices. Boils down to the decisions that we make to want to lay down with people then yes we're not but we're not we all of a sudden the consequence comes and now and now we and now we gotta now we gotta now we gotta now we gotta pay now we gotta face the music come on now there's a child here yes and then all of a sudden there are disagreements there are disparity there are disparities there there are um Things that don't necessarily match up or don't necessarily connect because you had because you laid down with this person, you had no earthly idea of who this person was. 
or what this person was about or, mm. who, or what this person even had going on in their life. And all of a sudden now you have a child with this person. Well, did you, my question always going to be, did you think about that before you did it? And Ooh. I'm not saying, I'm not saying this to say, I'm not saying this to be mean or anything like that, because guess, because guess who else would guess who, guess who is the victim of those? I won't say victim, but guess who, guess who had to pay for the consequences of his choices? Yours truly. Because just as, just as, just as, just as women have done that, I've done that too. I got, I got four, I got four kids by four different ladies, by four different ladies. Mm-hmm. What, what do you, what, what does that look, what does that look like? What would that, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does it, does it say Rolling Stone? Does it say what? Dude can't, dude can't control his fiery lewis or what? What does that, what does that look like? And, but it also, but it also comes back, pulls back to a question of the women that yeah. I procreated with. Yeah. What what does that look like on them? What were they yes. thinking about? They yes. You knew this dude. So, ladies, I'm I'm going I'm going to ask this question because it's because it's the same question I'm ask, I ask brothers. Mm-hmm. I, I'm same question I'm gonna ask my my brother. So this question goes for everybody. Okay. Well, brothers and sisters, what when you know when you especially if you have after child number one, but then you go for child number two. What? Did you do you think it did have you did you think it through? Wow. Do you you know you know this person you know this person? You already have two kids, but then you go around and have you have another child with have a, another child with another person or with the same person you had a child with before. Mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. think do you think that through? Wow. What's the, what's the what's the what's the allure there? What's the soul tie there? What's the what's hold what's holding you there? What's holding you right there for this person? Is it is it because you like the like the feeling that they give you, or is it just because mm-hmm. you're not necessarily using your brain? You're not necessarily using your brain at the moment. Is your is your body catching? Is your body overriding your brain, or what? I mean, mm. did you? The question is, and this is like I said, this is from a brother. This is from brothers and sisters. I mean, this is yeah. This is girl chat weekly, but sometimes, like like LHG said, sometimes the brothers hop in and and make their statements too. But brothers Absolutely. and but sisters and brothers do do question is do you did you think it through right did you give it cognizant thought did you really believe did you think that did you really think it through and there's there's right. a there's a couple of things that I, that I want that I want to touch on but we'll do but as this conversation goes on I'll we'll we'll talk we'll we'll jump deeper into that but there's been a couple of questions here Ebony says I made a conscious decision let's go back I made a conscious decision to not have any other children without being married since i'm not married and i'm about a month away from 48 come on to the 48 club i won't be having any more and she also says 14 years didn't show that he would leave his child and not take care of her i knew him i thought ooh, but i honestly don't think we really know anyone that's where i want to put the bookmark so let's go back to what you said and I can only speak for me and my thought process. As a young girl, first of all, I got thrust into the world of sexuality out of trauma. Right. My first sexual encounter was at the age of 12. Yes. 12. My first sexual assault or sexual molestation happened at the age of eight or nine. So some young people, when they are violated, either they become over-sexual 
or under sexual. Don't ever touch me because that man touched me. Or you open Pandora's box and now I'm getting feelings in areas of my body at 12. And all yep. the other kids, and let's be honest, peer pressure. Girl, you ain't did it yet. You ain't kissed a boy yet. So here I am at 12 years old, first sexual experience. But because it was not... um a great experience. It kind of scared me. And, and me growing up in church, I was talking to the Lord the whole time. Lord, don't come right now. Lord, don't blow that trumpet because I ain't supposed to be doing this. Lord, hold back tonight. Me and my saved self, sort of saved self, was like, Lord, I know I'm wrong. Hold back the rapture, Lord, because I want to see your face and land on your porch. So from age 12 to age 14, no sexual activity, but that is when I met the 40-year-old man. What's happening in this duration of time? Curiosity, a longing for love, um, being bullied in school because of my weight, okay? Um, having a, a very uh, unfavorable mother-daughter relationship, okay? Uh, my mother had multiple marriages. So I'm going from... A stepdad who was sexually abusive to another stepdad with nearly no cooling off period. So I am a child that it doesn't understand love for one and right. definitely understand sex. Because guess where they don't talk about at church is don't do it. Don't do it. All we gonna tell you, saints and friends, today's sermon is don't you dare. Abstinence, abstinence, and then I say abstinence. They don't say conversation. you fall into temptation, protect yourself. Now, the school may give you condoms. You may have a, 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 a sex ed or a health class in high school that may show you some weird pictures and talk, talk some stuff to you. But there really isn't any real, in my opinion, sexual education going on mm. other than a book. That's when my mother went and got no shade. People do the best they can with the mindset they have in a town that they, that they live in. So I am a recently sexually abused child or sexually mishandled child who has been thrown into the world of sexuality. And I'm going to go on in even deeper and say, I really didn't know whether I should want boys or girls at that age. I didn't understand sexuality at all. All I know is my body is going through some weird changes and no one's talking to me, to me about it. No one's sitting me down, not at church, not at home. No one is talking about this. And this is where we miss the mark with many of our children. Yep. We, we, it is, you should preach abstinence until they're married. That's, that's, that's a good thing to talk about, but it doesn't always happen that way. Y'all many of us wouldn't be here, but it's, a, <laughs> but it's also, but it's about, but it's also about the timing of that conversation. It is. And then we, we should have multiple converse, the brick last night's show. We talked about that first brick of building, bridging gaps with our kids. We talked about conversation, not being afraid to have the somewhat awkward, uncomfortable discussions, but the necessary discussions. Ebony says her daughter, Natalia, has made it to 18 as a virgin. Congratulations, Natalia. Okay. And I taught abstinence. However, if you feel like you think you want to try some stuff, Come and talk to me. 
Yes, I taught that to my daughter too. Yes, I want you to wait. Did I wait? No, but I, I would like you to do that. But if you start feeling some stuff, if you start getting curious, if you start, if people start asking you and propositioning you, you need to come talk to me. She also says we have very open conversations. And I can attest to that because I've known her daughter since she was in her mama's baby. Her mama's stomach, I mean, my daughter as well as my team come to me. One thing about you, Ebony, and I think we kind of all need to adopt this philosophy. Yes, she's Natalia's mother. Yes, I'm Gabrielle's mother. But I'm also a part of a community. Right. And if a young woman or young man feels comfortable talking to me, I'm not turning them away. Now, if they share something with me that's disturbing enough to where I want to bring in that parent, I will definitely right. do that out of respect for that parent. I'm not their mama, right. but sometimes right. we gotta understand in the village, if we're going to go back to the concept of a village, whether it's your family, whether it's aunts, uncles, cousins, we should be banding together to make sure these children are raised the right way and have safe places and safe spaces to go and talk. Schools, if you're going to do school counseling, have the real honest conversations. Bring in sexual education, especially now that we live in a world where there's a lot more options out here. There's a lot okay, more. The options, maybe because I grew up in the hood, so I seen a, you know, we seen a lot of me and our, me and my sis, we seen a lot of hood things. So we we seen stuff that we weren't supposed okay. to see. That's just, but thank yeah. God we we didn't grow up. Not to say everybody grew up bad, but we could have turned mm-hmm. out a lot worse. Let's say it like that. We, this you know, true. by the grace of God, we we made it. Thank and, you, you know, we survived where we were born and raised. You know, yeah. that's the best way I can say it. You know, because yeah. even though the majority of people in the hood was our family, I will say yeah. I've had more sex ed conversations from the hood, not from my mother. I would agree with that. And For me as well. the hood boys had some utterness of respect for me where mm-hmm. they say, yo, shorty, don't do this. When you're wearing, here's something real old. Mm-hmm. When you're wearing a skirt or a dress, make sure you wear shorts underneath. Mm-hmm. Don't walk up in front of a boy up the stairs. Mm-hmm. And, yes. you know, so that's why I kind of got stuck where I don't like skirts and dresses. Because okay. I don't want the boys looking at my skirt and dresses. Right. I get so it. So I stopped doing get that. It. I get I see it. how they fantasize over my mother because my mm-hmm. mother, when I tell you my mother, yes, God, my mother was beat to the gods naturally. She didn't have to do a whole face of makeup. She woke up looking fierce. Mm, and come the, on. The dudes would, that's why I had male friends because they wanted to come look at my mama. Oh, wow. You know, but I mean, to get back on point, I learned a lot of stuff from the hood. And just from naturally reading books and being nosy. Mm-hmm. My mother never really had those conversations with me. I can, so I can I'm, relate to that. I can relate to that. She would have 
had them. That's why, like, what I would say were, as a parent, you got to have those, like you said, those hard conversations. You have to. Starting as early as even one and two. Like, as a daycare teacher, I had to teach the kids about good touch, bad touch. Yes. Why am I teaching your one-year-old about good touch, bad touch? Mm -hmm. The kids love to hug each other, but I had to teach them how to be careful. Mm -hmm. Where some families are okay with kissing their kids on the mouth, I had to explain to the kids, they can't kiss me on the mouth because I'm not family. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Right. oh, all right. And I had to explain to them you shouldn't <clears throat> kiss a family on the mouth. The right. The only person you should kiss on the mouth is your wife or your husband. Come on. And I couldn't even go, I couldn't say your wife and your wife or husband, husband. I had to keep it strictly men and women. I couldn't even touch on the other topic just for legality reasons of the school. Right. right. I tell you. Right. And the thing is that we don't have those conversations is because, again, I just put it in the comments, you know, far too often those conversations, the conversations that we, those type of conversations that are supposed to happen, mm-hmm. that are supposed to happen, normally happen at the most inopportune of times. Yeah. Right? And then most of the time when it's when religion, when religion is thrown into it, it tends to distort the conversation or better yet they use that improper that use if they utilize improper timing dude you gonna talk to me about this after i done the dirty deed come on and you gonna talk me about this way before then that's what that's why i say they know you know when they when the churches say practice absence abstinence okay i get that i'm i'm all for that but what happens what what are you teaching with that if that person hasn't if that person isn't abstinent or that person mm-hmm. doesn't that person hasn't hasn't practiced that you know what i'm saying right. how what where does that conversation go to then are you are you are you gonna demonize that person or are you gonna make that person feel less than what's 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 the conversation right what's the conversation so where's the conversation steer towards then wow we don't talk about that we right. don't talk about that because if, if we bring that part in, we feel I'm a, I say we from the Christian community feel like that's a license to say, go ahead and do it. No, it's a reality check. That not everybody's gonna follow the same path of abstinence. That's a blessing to have a daughter like Natalia and mine who were able to reach 18 and now my daughter's 21, and they were able to remain remain pure and keep their virginity that that doesn't always happen especially for me because and it wasn't that i was some overly sexual and had to have a kind of girl i was convinced by the predators that this is the way you show love and if that child knows nothing else about love or the foundation of love or how to love herself and keep herself she's gonna accept what the streets say and if that man says listen you love me and I love you. The way you prove it to me is that we sleep together. And not only do you sleep with me, you allow me to do so without protection because I can't feel you without with protection on. It don't feel the same. So that means you're going to have to let me do what I do without a rubber. We grow. That's the SBNC. That is the lure. That's the lure that pulls that, 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 that pulls you in. That pulls that's the, the man that pulls the woman in. It was my own low self-esteem. I he he was the, the loudest voice in my head. If nobody oh, yeah. else is preaching Latanya, you are smart, beautiful. Do not let anybody persuade you to give your goodies up before you get married. 
because they should not be doing that. If I if I had the right voices in my ears, chances are I would have had something to say, hmm, I've discussed this before. No, I, I'll pass. But can we go to the movies? No, I'll pass. But can we go for a walk? We're talking but about you know a 20-year-old man but, and a 14-year-old you know girl. What is? With that, with what you just said, you know, with the right with the right voices in your ear, there you could, you could now with the right voices in your ear, the, the choice the choices to either do or do not still remain. But I think but I think with, with the right voices, you would have been you would have been able to consider put some things right. up under oh, consideration. Yes. Weigh, weigh pros right. and cons. Yes, that comes from that same brick that my brother T-Way laid on the foundation last night. No one's talking to me. My mama had a very stressful job. She finally landed a husband that she wanted so bad, she's trying to keep that marriage. So the daughter gets put on the back burner. Oh, she'll be okay. She can manage. She's smart. I need my parents. And to my biological dad, yes, mama got remarried. But guess what, dude? I need you. I am still your daughter. It don't matter who my mama married. You my daddy. Mm-hmm. And you going to go see. get a hold of the family and leave me? T- no, no, sir. And with all due respect, my dad is alive. And he has been a great dad to me in my latter years. But at the time that I needed him to not forget about me. I don't want to keep nobody from getting remarried. Go marry whoever you love. But I am your kid, regardless of who you go down that aisle with, sir. I am your daughter and I need you. Right. But see, uh-huh. for me, for me, sis, this is this is where it gets very, very dicey. And it goes right back to the topic of what you're talking about. Okay, watch what you say about your baby daddy. This is where it gets really dicey for me because, and there's some now. What I'm about to say is going to be appropriate for both men and women because okay. we both because we both because we both display these because we both display these things. So we'll just we'll just throw a scenario out here, you know, and to be for the for the for the interest of time, we'll be I'll be I'll be as brief as possible without being very overly wordy. So it gets dicey to me when you had you. You as a man and a woman, y'all lay down, y'all have this, y'all have a child, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, y'all go through life doing what y'all do. But there's there's animosity there. There's some form of bitterness and all that, all these things there. Mm-hmm. And the I'm not gonna call say baby dad. I'm gonna say the father okay. is doing everything that he can to right. be a father to the child, yet. The mother, the mother, get the mother, get the mother gate keeps the child. Mm-hmm. The other thing, the other thing is now there's this concept that I learned. And I learned this a couple of years ago. It's called sign language. And no, we're not talking about American sign language. It's a type of language that is said that is said to a person that is very disparaging, that is very um, disturbing, but it's also very distorting to the person. And sign stands for or several things, and, I, and I'll break each one of them down. So this father is doing everything that he can to be a father into this child. The, ba- the, the child's mother shames this man hmm. into, she shames this man by saying, by, by saying disparaging words to this man, by saying like, hey, well, you're not a good father, and things of that nature. That's mm-hmm. the shame part of it. Mm-hmm. Makes him feel like he's not a good father. 
the, the child's brother mm-hmm. insults this man by saying he's a brokey, by saying he's a guy he's he doesn't have anything going for himself. He's a horrible dad and all this other stuff. The baby, the, the child's father feels guilt because of the shame and the insult because now he feels mm-hmm. guilt because now he feels less than because despite mm-hmm. all of his efforts, mm-hmm. it steals for still for naught. Okay. And then every time they have it, then every time and every time they have it, and then the other part of it. Every time, every time they talk about an issue that concerns the child, and the father wants his head, wants to have an input in how the child, how that child is raised, the woman has this need to be right. And okay. what I mean by that is that, well, I had this child, I know what's best for this child, and you ain't been around, so I, so I'm, so I need to be right. So sign mm-hmm. language is basically shame, insult, guilt, and the need to be right. Let me write that and down. Those, you can those, drop some knowledge. Say it again. Sign language. Shame, uh-huh. insult, mm-hmm. guilt, uh-huh. need to be right. Woo-wee. And and I and I say this because we because we as men and women, especially in parent parental relationships, we engage in sign language. We engage in it, we engage in that type of language all the time. Dude, brothers, you're brothers, you are not exempt from this because you said nah. because you do the same thing. Because we do the same thing to our children's mothers. We mm. shame them. We insult them. We make them feel guilty because they're not a bad, because we, because we say they're a bad mother. And then they take that and they believe that. Come and on. then we, and then we do the same need to be right type of thing too. So one of the things that I want to say with, with this, with this whole scenario is that we have to get out of that particular type of language. When, yes. we, tell, when we, when we talk to each other as, as parents, why why do we have to why do we, why do I got to shame you why do I got to insult you why do I got to make you feel guilty and why do I have to feel that I have to be right all the time when it concerns my child when you as a mom and a dad as a mother and a father which are two halves to which are two halves of this child's whole we both lay down and made this kid we both, both lay down and made this beautiful to this beautiful baby this beautiful child that's now on this planet Mm-hmm. That needs that needs both of us, not just you, not mm-hmm. just me. Needs mm-hmm. both of us. Mm-hmm. And how are we gonna do that if we're gonna be constantly at odds with each other? Mm-hmm. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't work, it doesn't work that way. I'm if I'm if I'm a parent, which I which I am, you are. And if anybody is listening that is a parent, which you are, mm-hmm. We got to get out of this mode of the destructive language with each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, okay. So if so, if you, if if your if your son if you if you know that your child's mother's not doing right, not mm-hmm. doing right by the child, don't insult her, don't guilt her, don't make her feel, don't make her feel small. Okay. What can you do to help? Right. Right. And Miss Ebony, I I I understand what you're saying, but all but. But that, but that, but that particular type of thing, what you what you just mentioned, that all that also goes with the that also goes with sign language. But it doesn't, some, but it's like that's just to me. Well, that's not even sign language, Miss Ebony. That's just straight up ignorance. Hmm. That's ignorance. If you're gonna just leave, mm-hmm. that's ignorance. Mm-hmm. And the reason that I can I can I can speak to it I can speak to it like that, Miss Ebony, is because that's because that was that. I won't say that was me. That is me. Wow. Wow. Because I because I did the same thing. Wow. That 
your that your daughter that your daughter's father that your daughter's father did well left no no explanation no clue mm-hmm. no for no forwarding address none of that none of that well and it's a difficult road as a father to try to mm-hmm. come back to that and I, I don't want again i don't want to try to frame this with me because it's not because it's not this is not the subject of conversation it's about how 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 mothers and how how mothers and fathers should communicate mm-hmm. or at least part way get get it together somehow you know what i'm saying because mm-hmm. i don't know man. i mean well here's the deal brother when you when i look at the dynamic and and excuse me for always looking at things from the perspective of what did they see as kids? I can't help but go there because I really truly right. believe in my heart and soul that our experiences do frame our mindset in many ways. And yes. if if a child, I'll use my myself as example. Uh, if all you see or hear in a home, I heard very disparaging things about my father. Right. Yes, I wasn't blind, as Ebony said. I saw myself. I didn't need to hear that from my mother over and over about how much of a deadbeat he was, he was, how he's not paying this, he's not doing that and not doing that. I didn't need to hear that. I saw enough of that. I saw enough of him leaving me out of different things. I didn't need to have that extra narration in the background. I didn't need that. Right. But, but if you are constantly told that most men are this most men will leave you most men will cheat most men are dogs and then you grow up to have children and then you have a father of your child okay and that's why i call it this show you call it on your baby daddy but he was the love of your life so he was good enough to rumble in the jungle with he was the best thing smoking when you met him he was smooth, cool, Modi. He was Big Daddy Kane, MC, <laughs> and all of that when you met him. But as soon as the relationship got rocky and y'all split, then he turns into a dog. He turns into nothing. He turns into baby daddy. So why? But a lot of times when a when a girl slash woman doesn't trust men, doesn't have a good view of what a good man looks like, sounds like, then she thinks that all of them are the same, even the ones she picked. So she's not going to give that respect in some cases that a man may deserve. And if a brother is trying to be a dad and she keeps that child from him, shame on you. Shame on you, woman. That man is trying to stand up. So what? He left you and went to so-and-so down the street. So he may not have worked with you. That don't mean he can't be a good dad. Who are you to think he got me with you to function as a father? Who are you? Exactly. Who are you to end up? At that point, and hi, everybody. I'm sorry that I'm late. but Hey, Brother T-Wade. Hey, hey. But at that point, the child isn't the thought process on that individual mm-hmm. that person that person is not thinking or caring about the child at that point they're when we talked on that fred <laughs> they're being selfish they're thinking on self yes and that's it you have allowed you've allowed your feelings about that individual 
to affect you to the point to where you don't care about anything else but hurting that person, getting back at that person, not letting that person get what they want and making them out to be the villain in the scenario because they're no longer what you wanted them to be to you. So the child becomes an not even an afterthought in most situations. Child is not a thought at all. The child, because mm. if you were thinking about the child, then you wouldn't be doing what you're doing. And yeah. like, like my mother beat down my father at every angle. I like he was anything under the sun, but who he was. Like if there was mm. a name that was created, she used it on him. And she had no problem with telling my my sister and I to this day she'll talk dirt about him and the man is gone the man is gone um and and it can be very detrimental it can be their relationship is so turbulent two people can have such a turbulent relationship until it breeds animosity it breeds hatred it breathes. Yes. You you are borderline. You so I can't even say borderline. You are hating on that other person, who, as you so eloquently said, LHG, you was like, you know, they that used to be your, you know, that used to be the love of your life. Yes. But that much animosity. You gotta un- just think just how much animosity it takes to turn them from being the love of your life. Hmm. To being a person that you cannot stand. You cannot be in the same room. You have to talk about them like they are scum of the earth. And you have to make sure their children, and I am saying their children, know that you're scum of the earth. So it's a selfless thing. I mean, selfish thing. They're they're, they're only thinking about self. They don't care. Children, anybody in that relationship that has that type of relationship, if they're doing that to their children, they don't care. And that's a hard thing to say, but they don't care about their children. Because if they did, they wouldn't be doing what they're doing. That's going to be detrimental. Because me and my sister right now, mm-hmm. even right now, we oh, do not have re- we don't have respect for our mother in that regard. Because you totally made him look like dirt. This man is gone. And to this day, you talk about him like he's now here's a funny thing about it and i'll make it real brief but my mother got got married twice to my father and then my stepfather and my stepfather married her but had a whole nother family in the next state over that she didn't know about we're talking about had a whole family while she was with while she was with him wow he was carrying on with two families now she found this out on his deathbed in the hospital when that family showed up. That's how my mother found out he had a whole nother family. Mm-mm. So mm. now, now, now here's how, here's how much hate she has. She's overridden that she will not talk bad about my stepfather, mm, but she will to this day, she destroys my father's image to this day. That's a lot of hate. Yes. And, and not only that, but she literally told my sister, I treated you and your brother the way I did because y'all remind me of your father. See, that, bro, that is that that is that BS right there. That yeah. is that BS right there. Because the moment you make the moment you make that kid suffer because they look like either your mother or your father, you are that you let me just I'm gonna put it, I'm just gonna say this. You 
my friend, whether it's mother or father, when you make your child, when you just when you say disparaging things to your child because they look like the mother or the father, you, my friend, are not human. Mm. You, my friend, are are the scum of the earth because that child is innocent. That child, this child came into this world innocent. That child has nothing to do with your with your damn relationship. Right. Why are you making this child feel like they're less than a human being? My God, by tormenting and tearing down this child because this child looks because the child looks like his mom because the child this because your son looked like his daddy or your daughter looks like or your or your daughter looked like you look like your mom looked like his her mother. What's wrong? What's wrong with what's wrong with you? But we well, lay down with the brother. Yeah. Right. So it's, why, how does he go from being, oh, that Tyrone, no, he light my fire, to to he's the most, he's the scum of the earth. Now, let's keep it real, though, sis. Let's keep it real, because I totally get what you're saying. At the same time, <laughs> these men out here, and remember I told you, like, I'm all about yeah. the women. Like, I'm, seriously, yeah. I will back a woman, and any women are, are queens. These men get out here and they do some of the most horrendous crap. Um, I believe that women, they women feel with their hearts. I believe they feel with their hearts. I believe they think with their hearts. I believe they give from the heart. And I think men don't always, we don't do that like that. Like some of us can, but I don't think we do it like a woman can. And we tend to tear women down. We can have the best woman in the world and we can turn that whole scenario into a garbage heap with, without, within a blink of an eye. We can, we have the ability to do that. Not that women don't, but men have that ability. We can do yeah. that. And women give a lot of women. I know they give. Yeah. From the heart. And it's like, it's not when you give from the heart and then somebody steps on it, your heart is not only stepped on, but it is broken. It, it yep. is broken. When your heart is broken, that means the woman is now broken. The woman has to go through some serious healing because she yeah. gave you that heart and you took it and used it as a baseball and you threw right. it wherever you could. You used it for batting practice. Right. You played football with it and kicked it uh-huh. upright. This uh-huh. is what you've done with her heart. So now, yes, understandably, she is hurt. She is You have done, she gave you everything because women, I always say, okay, like little girls, when they're young, Mm -hmm. they're playing in mommy's shoes. They're walking around while the boys are playing, we're we're playing with toy soldiers. We're playing with Tonker trucks. Little girls are having tea parties. Yes. They are having makeshift weddings. These are little girls. Oh, yes, honey. So me, the whole kindergarten. (laughs) Right. So see, women are thinking, females, even at a young age, are thinking ahead. They're seeing things. They're processing things. We as boys, where's my Tonka truck? Let me play with my GI Joes. You know, let let me go out and ride my mm-hmm. BMX bike. Let you know, let's let's get some let's sword fight. You know, that's where our our thought process yes. is. And yes. we yes. don't take a woman thinks ahead. So she's thinking, she's feeling with her heart. When you do that and you Ooh. give it to somebody and they dismiss it and they step on it, crush it, and use it for all kinds of other things other than love, that woman is hurt. And now she needs to heal. So now she needs to heal. Who yeah. is responsible for teaching that young girl? Let's go back to the beginning. 
how to guard her heart. Who's missing the mark where we're growing up as women with our hearts so exposed to any and every one that we're not guarding it. There's no gatekeeper. There is no boundaries. It's just I'm walking around with this heart on my shoulder. Whoever walked by, if you touch the heart, you can have it. Who is supposed to teach that? Men are in a prime suspect. You ever heard of daddy's little girl, mama's boy? Mm-hmm. That's how that works for me in my head. So okay. I, like when I had my daughter at five years old, I was teaching her. This is what I need you to do. Like op- we opened up a bank account for her at 15. Mm-hmm. You know, we we I taught her things. I pretty much embedded myself into teaching her things. Mm-hmm. I was buying her roses every Valentine's Day. Wow. When she was young, because Ooh. I want to make sure you understand yes, this, is, this is how you're supposed to be treated. Wow. Not not that Valentine's Day was a staple thing, but mm-hmm. again, it's it's a situation where okay, if I'm gonna treat you this way, this is how other men should treat you. Mm-hmm. So men, I feel, are responsible okay. for teaching their little girls, but okay. what only a man knows about men. Mm. Right? Only men can do that because if you leave it to a woman who's been scorned, she's gonna teach that little girl what being a scorned woman is. True. When it comes to experiences with men. So mm-hmm. if you got if you're the right type of man and you're the father you're supposed to be, then you teach your little girls ahead of time. You teach them what they need to know. And in some men like myself, like I'm like, okay, here's what's gonna happen. You're gonna have your own bank account, you're gonna have your own place, you're gonna have your own car because no man is gonna put you out on the street and leave you penniless. This is how that's not gonna work. This is how we're gonna we're gonna prep you so that you can do. That's how you do that. You prep them, and I think men are in the perfect position to prep their daughters. I understand women teach little girls how to become women. I can't take that away from. That's what you need. But when you want to talk in terms of the aspect of how a man, a a girl sees herself being treated by men, I think men are in a prime position to teach their daughters. Right. How to how to be treated by men. Because mm-hmm. on the on the on the flip side to that coin, you've got men out there treating their women like dogs, Ooh. treating their women like dirt. So the little girls see this, they're picking up on that. My God. Daddy was a rolling stone. Daddy, so men ain't no good. Daddy cheated on mommy, so my man's gonna cheat on me. Or when he does, well, I kind of figured you would because my father did. You know, I like we they pick up the negatives, mm-hmm. but the, the positives aren't being taught. Therefore, they don't prep. Okay. They're not See. prepped for it. Wow. Let me amplify your point, T. Wow. Uh, if, you, if I may, LSG. Yes, sir. Let me amplify T's point and kind of bring because I know T said a lot and it's it is it is real heavy and stuff, but but let me pull all. Well, let me pull all what he said and bring and make and make it even more plain and bring it home to, okay. to everybody. To, okay. for, for for those who don't quite understand or they ain't quite digesting it yet, what he said is a lot. It's very it's very good and it's also it is also very very wide and encompassing. To bring it to bring this a little bit to pin this down even more. We we all know that women a woman can a woman can teach girls how to be girls how to be feminine. How to walk in her femininity, how to bask in her femininity. We know that. But it's also incumbent upon the man, the father, to show to to show to show this, to show his daughter, show his daughter 
what 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 protection and provision looks like. It's it coming upon this man to show her to show her the tenets of honor, respect, loyalty, fealty, um, sacrifice, and what mm -hmm. and what that and what those things mean. Mm -hmm. It's a mm -hmm. it is a it is a, it is incumbent now. It both parents are both parents are to instill values in the child in this child. However, it is the more mm -hmm. the the men brothers. I'm telling y'all right now. You you have to show your daughter what these things look like. You have to be you have to be the demonstration and the example of what these things look like. Because just like T said, if your daughter sees you dogging out dogging out her mom or any other female, that's 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 the thought process she gonna take away. But bro, how can you do that if she doesn't allow you to come around because y'all ain't together as a couple no more? You may want to teach that baby girl that. You may want to take her out and have those father-daughter talks. But if she keeps saying to you, mm -mm, if you're dealing with that, you know, huzzy down, well, well, don't come over here, uh-uh-uh-uh. You're supposed to be well, over well, here. Well, well, you? Well, my relationship my relationship is immaterial to me. One okay, my relationship is immaterial to me wanting to spend time with my child. My relationship has no bearing on that. Right. Yeah, not, but when she's one, angry, but when she's when angry, she, yeah, yeah. When she's angry, that doesn't matter. When she's angry, she's trying to get back at you. She's hurt. That's she's it. the one that's hurt. That's so at the end of the day, whether your other family is relevant or not. She's yeah. still going to do what she does because she's getting back at you. And again, she's not thinking about the kids at all. And that's a part of the problem. And that's why I wanted to do this because I wanted to talk to the, to the women that we cannot be so caught up on the relationship ending that we deny our children the rights to their father. If that father is not abusing them in any way, verbally, physically, putting them in any harm, you should not keep that man from his child. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. When you have exactly. a relationship, it may come and go. You may be together, you may not. But you, when you have a kid with someone, you have to accept the fact that kid is your kid together, irregardless of the relationship. You can so, you can break up the next day after you give birth, but that so, baby so still has two parents now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is my so so this is my question, sis. And and I want to ask this, and I'm I want to ask this, and man, kind of, because I want, and also, and I think for those for those of us for those that do that, I just want to ask this question, ladies, 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 and gentlemen, what is your outside outside of the relationship dissolving? Why are you why are you gatekeeping your child? Mm. That's my question to you. Outside of your relationship, outside of relationship with that, with that father, that, that made that father or that mother dissolving, why are you gatekeeping your child? And if you, and if you, and if you come up with, if you come up with a reason like, well, I'm mad that he's not together. If, he, if you come up with a reason that I'm mad that he, that we're not together, then pardon my, I won't even say pardon my French, but pardon my, pardon my, pardon my language. That is a BS reason. Hmm. That is a BS reason for you to say that because that's no that is no excuse for you to gatekeep gatekeep a child from a, from a from a parent. Let's catch so, up on some of uh, the comments if we if you don't mind, brother Fred. I want to go back yes, on one 
that I didn't get to address that was really, really profound. By the way, thank you, everybody, for joining us tonight. This mm. is Girl Chat Weekly. Yes, we have the gentleman in the house because this topic kind of touches um, both sides of the spectrum. So I invited uh, a few of my peeps in here so that we can kind of break this down. But I want to go back to one of Ebony's comments. Here we go. But please understand, I am not a bitter woman. My daughter is the most awesome person who anyone can ever know. I couldn't be bitter and raise her right. Ooh. Wow. Do y'all do y'all hear that? Deep. In your bitterness, mamas, fathers, how can you raise them right when you are rooted and grounded in bitterness and unforgiveness? She says, I know that vengeance doesn't belong to me. She going Bible on y'all tonight. And I know that my father, capital F, will handle it for me. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I couldn't Bruh. be bitter and raise her right. The reason why Gabrielle will never hear a negative word about her father is because I vowed to raise her right. I heard negative things about my dad so much in my household. But guess what didn't come to light? Dear mama, you done done some egregious things too. Just yep. because I live with you doesn't make you the perfect parent. Sure enough, you supplied chicken wings, you supplied a roof, you supplied <laughs> lights and gas. <laughs> there were some things, dear mama, that were missing in that household. So please don't come for John Jerome Harris like that. Because truth be told, if I really had to go tit for tat, I wouldn't be dealing with none of your ninjas. Man, look. Wow. Okay. But and I, wow. I love what I love what Ebony said about this. She that she could not be bitter and raise her right. I can't be bitter and raise her right. That that's the whole show right there. I, you can't I, I love, raise I love a child that. right seated in bitterness because you're tainting their view of their other parent. They got eyes. They have a heart. They can see. Come on, they gonna see and that. feel. When something is just not right, you should be the listening ear. When I come back and say, mama, why didn't he come pick me up? Well, he had dog anyway. No, you should say, you know what? Maybe he has something else to do. Let me call him and figure out where he is. Be, be that, that point of, of acceptance and love for me. Instead of jumping on that, that crazy man. Don't, we can't do that. Ladies, we are. The reason why I played the song at the beginning of the show called Therapy, number one, I went to therapy today, and shout out to all the therapists in the world. You are doing God's good work. Secondly, Yay. I feel like we some of the stuff we do to our kids, you should at least give them a lifetime therapy card because you're jacking them up. Lifetime. You're jacking them up. Some of the things we say, do, don't say that we should be saying, don't do that we should be doing. It really is destroying our kids. And but we do it so willy-nilly though, sis. Right. But we do and it so willy-nilly. This is true. But that's why we have to have, it goes back to last night conversations. We have to talk. 
way more than what we do. Stop letting these young ladies and young men come into this earth raising themselves. My daughter is dating now. And it seems a little bit serious. Don't tell her I told y'all. Shh, 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 shh. But she's talking to me about different scenarios. Mom, I told my boyfriend blank, what do you think? Now, I'm not coming at her with the scorn, the woman's scorn response. I'm coming at her with, how do you feel about that? Okay, is that a deal breaker for you? I'm coming to her with objective discussion. I'm not coming with what they, you know, they are dogs, girl. Run and run fast. I'm not coming at her like that. I'm coming at her as a concerned parent and as a person who I want her to understand the dynamics of relationships, even a little bit. I also said you you too old to be stressed. Basically. 21. If you don't feel it's going to work, it's okay. If you think it's worth saving, save it. You're 21. See, at 21, I was so stressed out. I want to be married so bad. I didn't care what the brother said or did. Because all I all I was used to hearing as a little girl was, you need to get married. Yes, young lady. As soon as you come out of high school, prepare for being married. Man. I'll fire out my face. And see, and that and that's the wrong that was the wrong conversation to have. You know, I I don't know. I mean, the the timing of the timing of those these particular conversations that we that we were given when we were kids, they just they just seem are they just seem off. Societal constructs. A woman, you're not really a woman, honey, until you get married and have kids. Come uh, on. No, you're a woman when you reach 18 in maturity. What? Teach that. And even if you look at some of them old school movies, the old Leave It to Beaver, mama should should be in the kitchen in the bedroom. Come on, James Evans. The kitchen in the bedroom. Kitchen in the bedroom. Have these babies, be barefoot and pregnant, drop it like it's hot, hold it like it's cold. Come on. We have got to get back into allowing our children to blossom into who they are. You don't have to get married at 21 if if, if you don't want to. If no. you find love at 21, beautiful. But we, we we give these these social constructs and these expectations and we put them on our kids and we tell our girls, hurry up and find you a man so you can be whole. Huh? And then so get mad when they when they don't do it. They get mad See? when they don't follow. They don't follow See? our advice. And what? no human being can complete you. That's God's job. You can enhance me. You can uplift me. You can add to me. You can compliment me. But until we start teaching our children how to be whole persons in the singular, they're going into the plural, wounded. That, that is the thing. This is like, but we tell our kids this, and then we get mad at them because they because they didn't because they didn't follow the advice. What? Huh? Yeah. 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 I'm, but I'm, and see, I'm not. I'm. I ain't gonna be that person. Look, I'm not gonna tell you that you need to get married at twenty at eighteen or twenty one years old. That's completely. That's gonna be completely your choice. If you choose, if you choose to do that, that's that's your choice. However, 
as a parent, as a father, I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell you, I'm me and your mother and mother are going to sit down with you. And we're going to talk to you about what this is and what, let's what talk it about it. Yes. Let's what, talk about it. That's the missing piece. It all goes back to that first brick. We need to have Which, these conversations. Right. I don't care if me and the dad ain't together. We still can have conversations talk with the child that we created and should yeah, be right. on the court parenting that child that we created. So, exactly. so the thing, the whole baby daddy phenomenon, the title baby daddy, baby mama in the urban dictionary is for some people who are not married, but have a kid, but that baby daddy st stigma means he's a deadbeat. So be careful how you use that vernacular because it's not a reflection on you or him. Nope. You lay down with them. And many cases, young, it, young women, if we can be honest, when we meet these brothers and we find out that they have multiple kids already by multiple people, but you still stood up and, and, and next in line, you still took a number and got in line. I'm serving 49. Number 49. Step up. You could have said, no, I, I just feel like you probably want to take care of the ones you have right now. You and I should not be having, you know, relations unprotected because that could mean I could be baby mama number 35. So I'm going to respectfully decline. I'm going to gracefully bow out of the, of the, of the circus. And there's nothing Voices. wrong with gracefully bowing out. Consequences. When you are in your fiery loinage stage, speak to those loins and say, be quiet. Have a cup of Kool-Aid. And I know we are made to desire each other as men and women. I get that. Biologically right. and all that scientific stuff. However, right. in context, we know that when two people get together with no contraception, nor, nor birth control, a life can be created. We can't forget that. Yes, it can happen to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you just have to go there, use the condoms, get on the birth control. If you just have to do that, protect yourself from the diseases as well that can come with that. Okay. Yes, God. It's not just children. It's diseases. Yep. So we're going back to the basics. We're going back to saying, okay, yep, I like him. He likes me. Yep, the loinage is fiery. However, let's talk about that before we go here. What can happen after this? And if he don't want to talk about it and he's want to be about it, red flag. Okay. I was told I talk too much all the time. No, I have questions, sir. Mm -hmm. I have questions. So if I can ask you a question, you want to fast forward to the to in between the sheets, red, not red flag, red comforter, red curtains. No, red that's extra stage left. No, bro, that's extra stage left. Okay. We ain't if talking enough. Even no. when you have those moments, even if you've been kicking it for a minute. And you feel like I, it's, I, I'm ready to, oh, I, I want I want to seal the deal. And y'all been dating for a while. If you do so unprotected, a child could come out of that. Are you prepared to be tied to that person 
for the, for the duration of that child's life and for yours. the duration of your life. Right. Are you prepared for that? Stop thinking it can't happen to you. Stop mm -hmm. it. Okay. Your pull out game ain't, ain't no game at all. Because when you get into that feeling, the last thing you're thinking about is exit and ecstasy. Nope, not at all. Let's be, be, like, let's hey. be grown tonight. Be grown. The, when I'm you get on top and you got the flag in your hand, you ain't thinking about nothing. Matter of fact, you're going to go in, you're going to go in further. Okay. Yep. Hello? It's, Can you just be real tonight? But the, We got to change our mindset, y'all. Because kids are coming into this world from these moments, these flings mm -hmm. from people who ain't even grown yet in a mindset. They got grown body parts, but their mentality is adolescent. The decision-making is poor. She grown mm -hmm. folks ain't grown yet, so let's See? be honest. Come Man, on. Girl, yeah, for real. Say Come that again. On. We got to do way more talking. They're still stupid. <laughs> we got to do way yeah. more talking. And, and if a person likes you and wants to date you and all they want to do is lay up, something is wrong with that That's picture. wrong. That's a, yeah. Why is that yeah. all you want to do? Why can't we go out and get to know each other, have conversations, go to concerts, go walk down, you know, on the riverfront and talk and hold hands? Why I gotta always be laying up? You only be around. You only want to be around me when when we when we in between the sheets, but you don't and, want to show me in, in, in the dark. In the dark, I can't so call you until it get dark. Don't call me until after eight. Get out of here with that flim flam, shimmy sham. Chances are, if he's putting those cameras on you, you are one of many, ma'am. Let's uh, use the word side piece. You the side piece. Listen, side you are piece. you are a side Listen. dish. You, you coleslaw. You you um. You ain't even appetizer or dessert. You, you, you come on. You sad dish. Macaroni yeah. cheese. You, you come on. You ain't main. French fries. You ain't main. You ain't main course. You sad dish. Right. So as a woman, I want us to come out of that mentality that just because the relationship is over, that that man cannot be in his child his children's lives and that that's the end of the world. If the end of the world for you is a relationship ending, you don't love yourself, sweetheart. That's a problem. That's a problem. I know you love him. I know maybe he's been good to you in many ways, but if it just didn't work, it just didn't work. Life shall go on, sis. You, it will go on. Raise your children the best you can. If he wants to be a part, let him. If he doesn't, tell the Lord. Call on yep. Jesus. I was not chasing my daughter's father. People told me, but go over to his grandmama's house and bang on the window. What for? What for? What that's going to do? If he wants to, he know where I'm at. He know where the Gabrielle at. I'm not about to just stalk that man. He know where to find me. In the meantime, I'm going to raise this little girl to the best of my ability. Thank God she had grandparents and godparents and, and family who love both of us who are our village, not just hers, but our village. And she had everything she needed. Was he there? No, he wasn't. Not in life. No, he wasn't. And he's gone now. And I hate the fact that she won't ever be able to see him. 
or even have an encounter with him. But she's getting older now. And my job was to make sure I had people in place that can at least give her what she needed in his absence. Right. That was yep. my job. Look. Ebony says, I tell my young people that their minds haven't developed fully until you're about 26. The only decision they should be making are what they will do for a living, college, or trade school. They aren't really equipped to make those decisions on having kids and being married. I agree 200%, Ebony. Well, I agree. I was so caught up on wanting to be married, caught up on wanting to be with somebody because of my own low self-esteem. That's why I was obsessed with marriage at a young age because I saw my mother be obsessed with marriage. Yep. I didn't see her in have a single life. She went from marriage to marriage with no cool down because someone probably told her, you got to get married. You ain't going to be right you get married. I had hopes. to break the cycle. I want to break the cycle. I want Gabrielle to experience a great, fun, full life as a single young lady. And if love finds her and the right mate finds her, I'll be right there to talk to her about that too. I talk to her about it now. I do. I just find it funny how, you know, we, I just, this is the thing. This is kind of where the disconnect is with me at this point. And I find it funny that we that we that we put that we push we push marriage on on with our young lady on young on young ladies. Mm-hmm. But we but we but we promote we promote dog we promote dog and dog. Excuse my friend. We promote dog ass behavior from dude. We promote dog ass behavior from our from yep. men and from prom- promiscuity from men. That yeah. to me, that yeah. is a, that is an extreme disconnect, and that is yeah. a, that's a that's a very that's a large problem. So if we're promoting chastity and marriage for women, yeah, should we should we promote should we be promoting the same thing for dudes for guys? It's it's supposed, yeah. it's supposed to be an equal to be equal thing, supposed to be a fair balance, right? Mm, it's supposed right. to be a fair balance, right? Because if it's not balanced, then why why are we why are we even pushing one agenda and not and not pushing the same agenda for for the men for the men? For for the for the young men, you know, you, we tell we tell a dude go out there and go out there and be a dude. Go ahead and go ahead and sow your royal oats. But then we tell a young woman, nah, you gotta hold you gotta hold yourself back for for the right man. You gotta be see see. You gotta be ready. You gotta be right. You gotta be ready and right from right from marriage. What? Hold on. See what what are we te- what are we teaching? My wife and I had uh, my wife and I had a conversation on that earlier today. We had a huge conversation on it. And a lot of what she was saying was true. And it's like the, even though we do teach like back in the day, more so we were telling them, you know, women, you know, it's okay to get married at at 21. Was it? We were saying, yeah, 21. Like, but then when you go into the social aspect of things, the music, the commercials, everything, sex is selling. So we were talking on that aspect of, and it's like, okay, so, when when how can we tell them you know to save yourself for a right one how can we tell them don't go around having sex and doing everything's gonna put you in a position when everything that they encounter is sex related 
Everything yep. is sex related. The songs, like my wife was throwing songs off the, off the side of her neck today. I like I didn't know there were that many songs. And then, <laughs> and then there's you know the commercials and, and everything like because they know sex sells. So that's where they're at right now. So it's almost like if they a conflicting message that they're getting. Mm. Um, because even though they want to, we tell them, okay, it, a lot of times we tell them 21 is too young. You don't right. even know what life's, you don't even know what life's about. How are you going to go get married? You talking about getting married. You don't even know what life's about right now. Why don't you go out and, and enjoy life for a little bit? And I, I was saying that doesn't necessarily mean that we're saying go out and have sex with whoever you can find, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it, it means go out and enjoy life like travel do some things right. because yes. you're just like i'm gonna be real with it and again it's a statement that i feel would get me kicked out of the men's club but that's okay at mm -hmm. the end of the day men don't mature as fast as women do i honestly mm -hmm. believe that we do have some that are intelligent enough to you know they're mature enough to handle certain things but i think that men you get with a man, if you're 18, you get with a girl who's 18, I feel, I honestly feel like she is a tad bit more mature okay. than that, than that male, than her male counterpart. I do. I think we take, we need time to achieve a certain level of maturity. Okay. I, I do. So I don't necessarily know. Mm -hmm. I did what you did, LHG, and I, I got married at 21, not to the wife I have now. Mm -hmm point in case, but I got married at 21. And, and for me, it was a mistake. Cause I'm one of the males. I'm one of them guys that was not ready. Um, I thought I was, but I was not ready for marriage. I wasn't ready for what it entailed. She was ready, but I was not ready. And, um, she ended up telling me, talk about phrases that may hurt. She literally looked me in my face and told me, she's like, you don't love me. You love the idea of being in love. Ooh, it's an idea yeah it's an idea of love of being with somebody and having somebody to call your own that's what you're in love with but it wasn't yeah. me and when she said that 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 stung that stung and i denied it forever but it stuck with me for years like mm -hmm. <laughs> because it felt like it was a it was a part truth so it's it's right. like yeah we, we're telling people save yourself but we're also showing we're giving out mixed signals with all with everything going on media wise and, and the big, big signals those yes. are direct signals no they may make signals those are yeah. direct signals they are they are. are very very direct signals yeah it goes it back is. To because, we, we, because the, the music is is pointed and it is saying exactly what it means the the commercials the movies they're all saying exactly what they mean but at yeah. the end of the day you also have those people that are saying well don't go do this stuff this stuff's not what you need to do you need to save yourself you need to enjoy life you know yes. enjoy life i think yeah. the meaning gets lost behind it and it becomes a oh so that means go as we like to say for men so are royal yeah, oats. Your oats. But yep. that's not necessarily what royal people, royal what everybody's saying when they say enjoy your life. Ain't that but, much oatmeal in the world? Ooh. Exactly. Oh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Much. Yeah. 
that right there. And we got to be cognizant of what we of how we're te- what we're teaching now, teaching our children, especially our young our younger adults, especially the the ones that are like eighteen to twenty four. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah. Man, look that this is a perfect example right here. Cardi made it very clear to us with the with with WAP because this is this is the wow. thing that the this is the thing that girls live that that women listen to. This is the thing that girls that what that young yeah, women I guess you could call them to. women. And this is and this is what's supposed to be this is what's supposed to be quote unquote liberating, empowering, right. and things of that nature. Well, what about that is empowering and what about that is well, let me tell you this, and I can't even put it on Cardi Cardi B. You know who first came up with that concept? Oaktown 357. Yeah. Yep. Crazy. I forgot all about that. Going mad. I, I remember that one. I That's the that same one. concept. It's the same concept to me. So you think the only difference is Cardi B made it made it visual. Cardi yeah, B turned it in like you have the words and that's bad enough. But Cardi B was like, I mean, there's song, there's videos of hers. Like I'm like, okay, can you at least put a piece of thread on? Like, <laughs> like mm-hmm. what you got going on? Like, yes. you know, hey, I mean, she made it visual. She did. Absolutely. Like, it's visual. It's very visual. I want to go back and get my sister's comments because she in these comments rocking out and giving us some nuggets. So let me go backwards just a little bit. Good evening, Diamond Butterfly. When guys date, they want women with a few miles, like a like a Chevrolet. I don't. Mm-hmm. They, they don't want a vehicle with too many miles on it. Chevrolet Caprice. They they want you to have just just a few miles, but also want every woman to lay down with them. You can't want a a, a woman with just a few miles, but yet you want every woman that comes your way to lay down down. See, she before may, you go she to that comment, high mileage. She might have high mileage, sir. Yes. Before, before before you go to the next comment, it's just like a woman has high mileage, a man has high mileage too. So this, let's not and, let's and not we be even, doing that. That's the thing. Let's not, even, we, let's not even do that. Let's not even do that. The brothers, we know that we know the, the reputation. Yeah, they know that. They know, we know that already. We already yeah. know, but for some reason, let me just say, for some reason, as women, we feel, yeah, he got two hundred and seventy-five thousand miles. Yeah, yep. but when he get over here. <laughs> I could turn that phenomenal thing right on back and make them good as new. No, you can't. I'm gonna make them good as new when they come over here. And, 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 and that's how we think. When we get him, when we get him, he is going to forget all those other miles, all those other chicken heads. And when he gets me, he's going nah. to settle down. That man that had 34 kids, I will be 35 and and we we gonna get married, and I will be the final baby mama. It's gonna be on lockdown from here on out because we feel we have the power to change a man. We nope. don't. Nope. We nope. don't. If he came to you like that, and he you, you know that he been around town, you know he he known in the neighborhood for going house to house trick or treating, and it ain't even October. Yeah. <laughs> You know it, oh, but you true. still no porch lights still on. You let him in. You fixing him his favorite meal. You taking him to work. You picking him up, or he using your car picking up other chicken heads. <laughs> you got perfume in your car. You wear white diamond. 
she wearing, you know, all of her. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't your smell. You know what your fragrance <laughs> is. You already know what it is. Let me go back to my <laughs> comment. Oh, okay, Derek, I see you. Hold on, brother. Diamond Butterfly says, who you saving it for is what guys say. But then, yep. who are you for the streets? <laughs> she says, go back to what Fred was saying. Girls are taught to settle down. Settle down, little girl. Get married. You know, lock it in, honey. I think they have been geared to be... Right. And we're told, get this, sis. It ain't a lot of men out here. Mm -hmm. so yeah, racial, the ratio is crazy for real. Can. The ratio is three to ten. The ratio is three to ten. It is. They say that there's somebody for everybody, but how is that factual when the ratio is off and you have more females on the planet than you do men? There's not somebody for everybody. And those people that know that math. They know that to be the truth. So they're going to try to get theirs regardless because they're going to play the numbers. They're going to play the numbers. But you want to know why? You want to know why that is, Tony? You want to know why that is, T? Because and this is this is equal parts of men and women. We, mm -hmm. we walk around we walk around with our shoes, with our shoes and shoes on. <laughs> we walk around with our shoes and shoes on. We want we want to be chose. We want to be chose by a specific person or a specific type of person this goes for both men and women what are we what are we doing Ooh. if you walk around with your choosing shoes on that means you're looking to be chose by a specific type of person so when i relate this basically back to pikachu i choose you <laughs> but, Ooh, i mean what you, what you said as a ratio but people it's a ratio all right but it ain't that much of a ratio if people walk around with choosing shoes on and then when they ain't when people ain't when they ain't chose by that specific person, they want to get mad, they want to throw sign language at that person. And this goes for both. That's, just, that's, the, that's the that's the ramifications for the choosing process. It is what it is. You can't you can't you can't dismiss the racial because it's there. It's mm. there. And you and you know you walk into a club, how many women you see compared to men? And a man will sit on that wall and be like, I can choose this one, that one, that one, this one, that one, that one. The women ain't doing that because one, they have confidence when they get out in the club. Two, they don't need, they're not looking like that. They, I mean, they are, I, I don't want to say that women are innocent because they're not, they're not. But no. I can speak from the man's point of view being that I am one and I know that the ratio is off that's fit that that's that's factual the ratio is, the ratio off. is off it is it's off and when you turn around and in in if anybody's thinking on that then yeah they're gonna get there because the concept is there's somebody for everybody but i want to get mine i'm gonna get mine and if i can get them all so be it like <laughs> if i can get 20 like homeboy that had the 34 kids, 32 34 kids he tried to get them all. Like, he, he wanted just taking 16. Yeah, 16 women. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? But again, like it it's it, it is what it is, man. And yeah, we do we do put on our choosing shoes. We do. We we be out there, okay. Who can we who Absolutely. can we get? You know what I mean? It so you're you are right on that, but the numbers, the numbers right. are what they are. The numbers are what they are. That's true. That's true. I so, want to welcome uh, my brother. 
Eric Holloway is in the room. Your camera Derek. is not on, Brother Derek. But if you want to just go voice only, uh, you kind of popular, Brother Derek, uh, on a few of our past shows. He has expressed his viewpoints, and we respect our viewpoints. So now, Brother Derek is in the room. Are you ready to express yourself, Brother Derek? And welcome to the show tonight. Well, it feels good to finally be on the show. And All right, sir. Um, however, I will say this. I I just cut my iPhone. I was getting late in from work, and I worked late today, and I just thought I would just chime in. And so I don't probably won't have too much to say, but I, I, I just wanted to, you know, I told you I would be supportive, and so I wanted to make sure that I was a man of my word. Well, thank you. Thank you for being here. We've been talking about this whole baby daddy, uh, I call it the baby daddy phenomenon, brother, how uh, when women are so quick to uh, call they, their children's father's baby daddy, which is kind of a, a, a derogatory term as if to insinuate he's a deadbeat. But my point was you call him that, but yeah, he was the love of your life. You was kicking it with him. He was in love. So why all of a sudden is he nothing? just because he's not with you anymore. That was kind of the premise of our discussion tonight. Um, and I personally feel as though a lot of women are looking at men with the lenses of their own personal trauma, their own personal sometimes, you know, lack of daddy issues, lack of love issues. And then they see these children as liabilities that came up the other night. And when they tell those kids, you look just like your no good daddy, that's a horrible thing to ever say to a child. And why did he have to be no good? Because he left you, mama? Or, I mean, he's dealt with dad. So that's kind of what we've been talking about um, tonight, brother. But thank you for being here. You're welcome. We got another comment coming through, Sister Diamond Butterfly. Women have to broaden their choosing process. Some have a list a mile high and wonder why they single passing up great men excellent point and we're asking them to have things that we don't even have we're asking them to jump the hoops that we can't even get our, our thick tail through so yeah i agree with that sister i agree i think the most important thing and we're gonna get ready to wrap up soon because you know girl chat is only supposed to be an hour but it's such a good um conversation and i want to thank you all for being in the room if i can talk to the women for just a moment i want to see us love each other more and when you love yourself more i think you will realize that you do have options i think you will realize that every tom dick harry leroy pookie ray ray that come down the pipeline doesn't have to be your dude and take right. the time to date and have conversation and get to know them and see is this someone that i want to talk to further is there gonna be a second date but we so busy getting busy on the first date and we don't even know who we're dealing with and many of y'all got first date babies mm -hmm. yeah the pregnancy process don't can't tell which number date you want, honey. If the timing is right and you you got eggs and, and he got what he need to get them eggs to going, something's gonna happen in the kitchen. So now, yeah, hey, your your loins got fiery. You waited, you couldn't even wait to the second or third date, but now here you are co-parenting. All is not lost. I'm not, I'm not here to judge you. What I'm here to say is. 
it, it may come a time when y'all may not be together because y'all mm-hmm. really wasn't meant to be together like that in the first place. You just had the same matching fiery loins. And you had a moment of intense lust and boom, here come this child. But you can still co-parent in a respectful way. If you're going to call him baby daddy, be ready for him to call you baby mama with all the negativity and stigma that comes with that. But if you realize, sisters, that your body is special and that you should kind of make sure that you at least know this person, know their background. Brothers, you should do the same thing. You should be asking questions too. You may be looking at, you know, the big butt and the smile, the T, the A, and whatever other letter of the alphabet that pleases you. But guess what? That surface, those T's gonna drop and that A gonna gonna drag one day. Okay. So you gotta understand who are you dealing with? Who is that person? Yes, she may look good aesthetically. She may be built, what y'all call it brick houses. They used to call them brick houses, stacked, whatever y'all call it now. And it's okay to be that, sisters. It's okay to be beautiful. But but brothers, what's what else is she? What else does she have going for her? Because if you just want her to for sex and you going in that thing unprotected, you dropping babies mm-hmm. in every neighborhood. In every area code, in every zip code, in every county. And women, we're allowing it. We're opening ourselves up to that. We do have choices. Love yourself enough to say, you know what, I want to hold off on that right now. But even if you go there, have him to put on protection. Protect yourself. If you got to do birth control or whatever. Because you may not want to have kids right now. Well, you got to make sure you're prepared to not have them and protect yourself. We got to stop having this haphazard sex. And I, I ain't perfect. My daughter was born out of wedlock. But many times we're just not paying attention to the people that we're sleeping with. We're going in in the dark, feeling our way through. And then you wonder what happened after the fact. Well, you probably would never match. Yeah, you just probably weren't ever compatible in the first place. But now you're tied to the hip because you have a child. At least let's decide to make this child's life the best we possibly can as co-parents. And what you say about that man, sis, in front of that child will stick with that child. If you got a problem with his dating, then you still you still whip. Sorry. He can date whoever he wants when he leave you. Okay. You want to, and I would hope that he would make sure he's bringing your your child around someone with some sense, and you bringing the child around someone with some sense, aka baby mama, because your choices and dudes ain't all that great, and his choices and chicks may not be all that great. But we all gotta pay attention to the signs when we're dealing with people, y'all. This boils down to to the one brick we talked about last night: conversation. We can talk outside the bedroom, y'all. We can. We can talk outside of the sexual atmosphere. We should. Because we are creating children that are growing up confused, lost, that are not feeling loved. We're telling these kids too much about the relationship. Those kids are not your best friends. They all need to know what's happening with all your dudes and 
chicks you dealing with. Stop telling them all that stuff. Get you a best friend. Get you, get you a cabbage patch doll. Get you something else. Tell them these kids all this stuff. Let a kid be a kid. They got time to grow up. Okay. And yes, please stop introducing your children to every single person you date. Stop bringing your your one night stands home to your family. We talked about that last time. We have a party every time you date somebody new, it's a shindig going down. We are shindigged out. No, if you want to eat like that, do it outside the home. Right. Ask Big Mama if she'll watch the baby for a night. But watch how you date, sis. Watch how you date. Slow down, slow down. Do it in a respectful way where you are being respectful of yourself and your body and your family. And your family. Now, when you feel like it's going to a point of commitment and he has solidified that, because sometimes we think he committed and he ain't told you he committed. Right. Well, he took me out for two chicken wings. Girl, I mean, he was hungry. (laughs) Okay. That's all that means. Because I was that one who thought, well, if he take me out on a date to the movies, to a concert, that means we go together. No, it means he took you to the movies and he fed you. That doesn't mean you are exclusive, ma'am. That comes with what? Conversation. Conversation. And his actions are his actions leading to you being exclusive. Just because you want it so bad. But many of us women, we want to belong to somebody so bad. And we're not thinking straight. Desperation and loneliness is leading us into a dark oblivion and nulling our sense of logic and reasoning. We do have choices. So do the brothers. Oh, Lord, have mercy. My sister says, we get ready to get out of here. Shoot, if he's serious about you, at some point, he'll ask, when can he meet your children? He'll beat you to it, honey. If he's serious about you and he considering putting a ring on it or considering y'all being one-on-one and considering telling the other ones that, that he's with somebody, he'll come to you and say, you know, you've been talking to me about little Ray Ray. I think it may be time for me to meet little Ray Ray. Now, if he never asked to meet your kids, that could tell you, yes, sister, he he ain't, yeah. You just a good chicken wing and movie partner. Mm-hmm. Or a bed rumbler, a sheet clincher. Ooh, Lord. Wow. Woo. That's what Ooh, I'm talking Maybe he just likes the way you drop it like it's hot and you hold it like it's cold. Let's call it what it is. I like that one. I'm loving that one. Call it what it is. If that man isn't giving you clear signage that he is into you on that level, don't make no assumptions, sis. I know what that feels like to want it that bad, but you can't make him want you. I don't care how tight your dress is. I don't care how how your wagon is dragging. If he's not asking you, when can I meet your children? I want to take this to the next level. I am really into you. I've enjoyed our dates. 
I've enjoyed our time. You seem to check many boxes, young lady. If he ain't breaking it down like that, you just may be another date. You just may be another notch in the belt, sis. And I don't want to see you go out like that. I don't. We getting ready to get out of here. Ebony says, some of them jokers ain't got no business being around your children. You better check the rap sheet. You better Ooh. check his you better check his background. You better see why he just got out of jail. Okay. <sighs> that reminds me of that dude that was in that video that was posted in the in the in the uh, group about that guy. He he was seeing two women, two different states, Ooh, and then dang. married, and and then and then one of the ones, the one with the three kids that that had three kids, he killed her. My God, he killed her. That story, like Rick, unalive. Sorry, it, it, it which makes no sense to me. But anyway, yeah, he unalived her. Wow! It, wow. Just because he wanted to, for she was having it out with some with the other woman online. Went mm. busted into the mother's house where she was staying. A- you know, and went into her room and made her get on Facebook, and then. Proceeded to shoot her on Facebook. My God! Like, and she My had three God. kids. So, so yeah. Sometimes, Ooh, you're right, these, Ebony. these men, yeah, Ebony, you don't need some of these men. Don't need to meet your kids. There At all? A, yeah, there needs to be a better mm-hmm. venting venting process. Um, not to yeah. make it sound like a job, but it is. But like, it kind of is. Yeah, it is. It is. It kind of is like a job. It kind of is like an interview. It kind of is a background check. It kind of is a probationary period. It kind of is all that because the objective is to see, is this a good fit? Is this person even, I mean, the way the world is is operating, we're going to get out of here, y'all. We don't know the mental capacity of these people, there are wolves in sheep's clothing. Yeah, know the script, ladies. They they know what to say. Ooh, yep. baby, you in this wine. Yeah, you in honey in a honeycomb, girl. They they know what to okay. say because we we've told them, we've kind of given them the script, sisters. We've kind of told them what we like to hear, and some of them are just reading the lines and pulling us in. To our to our detriment, and sometimes it's even fatal. So I did this show tonight, and we're gonna do a part two because some of these comments are so are so good. I've, it's other perspectives that I want to touch on. The whole reason for this was not to make you feel like you're being judged for having children out of wedlock. Like I have one. It's to say, okay, here we are. We are parents. Children are gifts. But we have to watch our language about the other person that helped us create these beautiful children. We have to watch what we say to the children who are listening and absorbing Mm -hmm. sponges, the good and the bad. I believe since God gave us the gift of children, we owe it to them and to God to do the best we can to raise them the best possible way we can. And as Ebony said so truthfully, I can't raise you right when I'm <coughs> wallowing in bitterness. I'm wallowing yeah. in unforgiveness. I'm wallowing, I'm wallowing in, in this, this rage. 
So I want to thank everybody on the screen. Thank you, CEO Fred. Thank you, Brother T. Wade, Sinet. Brother Derek, you got to come back because you, you know we, we, we got we to have you back as well when we can talk to you a little bit more. But I want you to share this. Girls Chat, yeah, it's called Girls Chat, but we, we all chat, you know, whether, mm-hmm. whether it's guys or girls, because these conversations are going to help us be better to ourselves, to our children, and stand up in a better posture in relationships. I love love. Love is beautiful. I'll never give Mm. up on love, even though my marriage is ending. I believe in marriage. I've learned a lot and I want to stand up as a better person in the next go round, should that be God's will in my life. And I want us to take these experiences and learn from them and be better and be stronger and be wiser. So thank you to all of my panelists. Thank you to all of you in the comments. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for your support of Trailblazers with the Z Radio. I will on Saturday. Saturday? Yes. Because we got to go back to our next, our next, discussion about blended families last saturday show was off the chain and hopefully brother Derek is available so i can get him in the room <laughs> to talk about dating people or to not date people that have children we gotta go thank you have a good night god bless you all be safe and we'll see you next time y'all and go get mook star dash's therapy single i played it in the beginning of the show mook star dash therapy Jesus and therapy biggie size, baby. It keeps me alive. Goodbye, y'all. See y'all. Have a good one. Bye.